Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is Jacob Walks Over a Bridge. I'm Jacob. I'm currently walking over a bridge. And this is a special weekend episode. You heard me right. Weekend. I am currently walking over the Queensboro Bridge on a Sunday. It's a beautiful day today. Probably high 50s, low 60s. Not a cloud in the sky. I'm finally going to get through this whole bridge walk without sniffling. (laughs) Now, I'm sure you may all be wondering what I'm doing walking over the bridge on a weekend. I'm sure you think I have better things to do with my time. Well, you're probably right, but I was... I half volunteered, half was volunteered to do some work over the weekend and I guess I, I'm being that uh, good little cog in the machine and making my way to the office and just because it's the weekend doesn't mean I can't skip on my duties for walking you know, it's, it's a matter of principle I guess you know, you wake up early enough and you know, if I had slept through the alarm or forgot to set an alarm and somehow woke up with only 20 minutes to spare to get to work, maybe yeah, yeah, I would have taken the subway, would have paid the swipe, but seeing as how I woke up just around normal time, because I have the world's best internal alarm clock and nothing else to do this morning, so... Uh, why not go for a walk? Something that brings me happiness and joy. So why not? Why not? Uh, I've got to think about a, about 20 minutes worth of stuff to talk about. That's the great thing about podcasts. You get to talk about so much stuff. nice that it's a nice day out today. The weather is finally, it finally seems like it's spring. You know, it's always kind of sad when you watch a baseball game and it's supposed to be nice in April and then they're still playing with ear warmers on. But it's still, it's a nice day. Probably the hardest thing I've been doing this day, you know, these days is looking for a new apartment. The apartment search is, well, not necessarily a year-long thing, a year-round thing. There have been times occasionally over the last few years while I've had an apartment and knew I was staying in this apartment for a while where I was still browsing, I was still taking a peek at what was on the market, what was available. Not necessarily because I thought about ditching the apartment I'm in now, but just to keep tabs on the market, just curiosity. Always wondering what's out there, any cool spots. My lease suddenly ended in the middle of March instead of when it does now. What would I go for? 
been interesting, especially now considering I'm 99% sure I'm trekking it out on my own. Find a one bedroom or studio. That's the other thing I have to think about, the difference between a one bedroom and a studio. Do I want to be sleeping in the same room as my refrigerator? And now I know that they have different types of studios. At times where like, you have to go around a corner to find where the little kitchenette is. Uh, you know, they're all not necessarily, you know, little hallways. I know when you go onto the tabloid news sites, they'll sometimes call to attention the, uh, those tiny micro-studio apartments where looks like you might as well you know, live in a friend's closet than live in your own studio paying New York City rent prices, but that's, you know, you know those, those aren't the norm necessarily, at least from what I've seen, and I think, you know, for what my budget is, I think that I can uh, get a decent uh, studio anyway, at least if I wanted to stay in Queens, it's uh, probably a one-bedroom. Those are you don't. I guess you don't see many studios. It's not really a. At least where I am in Queens, it's not really a studio neighborhood. If, well, unless you count the uh, the television and movie studios that are right by there. I do live. You know, sometimes you'll see uh, trailers with names of shows I've heard before parked around. So there are. There are actually a couple of studio, uh, movie production studios around, but studio apartments, on the other hand, are not as easy to come by in my neck of the woods as compared to Manhattan. But if I were to move to Manhattan, I probably there's a fairly good chance I would not be getting a one bedroom. A one bedroom in Manhattan probably you know, costs more than. The, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the filters I put on for my price range. It's definitely north of that. I don't want to be one of those people who, I mean, uh, I know that I'm privileged and I make enough to be having this discussion. I make enough to be able to afford to live on my own in the city with some despair. I recognize that. So, with that in mind, uh, and with that position, I don't want to have to put myself voluntarily in a spot where rent takes up a disproportionate amount of my paycheck. You know, I want to be able to do fun things and go places, eat food that's not prepared by me. <laughs> that's the biggest draw, I guess. You want to be able to go to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah eat my way through the city and other cities. So having enough money to do that is nice, so... Rent, while I can afford something that's decent, I don't want to go above and beyond my means. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I've been searching for a while, but now it's starting to feel a little more serious. I'm starting to... Check a little more often. 
scrutinize pictures a little bit more, read the descriptions where I may not have before. Just trying to get an idea of what do I want? Because the deadline is fast approaching and I still have very, very little idea of what I want. I'm not always so indecisive. There usually are times where I know what I want, but then there are times like this where it's probably going to be a last minute decision unless something crazy happens. As I can see myself staying in Queens or going to Manhattan or maybe even going to some parts of Brooklyn. And there are different draws to each. Queens is the beast that I know and love. I've lived here now in Queens. I still stay here because I'm still on the Queens side of the bridge. Uh, I've lived in the borough of Queens for roughly a little under three and a half years. Uh, it was the winter of 2016. It was the biggest snowstorm the city had ever seen. And the day after, I went to go check out an apartment. You can imagine that, you know, that was, that was a whole shady deal with that one. That was my first time going around. I was found, found a place with, uh, with a co-worker. We thought we'd check it out. Both fresh out of college. Didn't really know what we were doing necessarily. So we go to the realtor. We check out this place. It's an okay place. It's rent stabilized. It's well within our budget. On the, it was in the front of the first floor of this building, very old. You know, it was pre-war, and you could probably, I'd probably wager that it had not been renovated since before the war. You know, the floors creaked. There were certain floorboards you didn't want to step on, you know, unless you wanted to fall through to the basement, which I did not want to do. Uh, so we get there, we check it out. I liked it more than my room, my future roommate. But then we get back, and she's like, "Yeah." going to be showing this to someone else today and if you want it you're probably going to have to put down the money now and we had no idea that was coming and so we sat down we went to taco place and over some carnitas we hashed it out and realized you know this probably is probably the best place for us so we ran around to some banks we we didn't have a check, I don't think we had our checkbooks with us, and we obviously didn't have thousands of dollars of cash on us, so we went to visit some ATMs. We took out as much money as we could, which they took as a down payment, and then we paid the rest the next day. And that's how we got that apartment. <laughs> that was probably the most stressful time of my life. One of the most stressful times of my life. I don't experience the feeling of stress too terribly often. I know that that's a blessing, but also a curse because when it does happen, I have no idea, no idea what that means to my body. You know, I, for the first, you know, because I was a, you know, in college, for instance, I was a creative writing major and there's not much work in terms of, well, there's a lot of work. I'm not going to downplay the amount of time I spent writing or, or, reading, a lot of reading, just that general stuff. But it's not like I was pre-med. I wasn't dying in organic chemistry like many of my friends were. So the, the 
I would see my friends losing their losing their mind over tests and just like they wouldn't eat all day they wouldn't do they would just hold themselves up and be miserable and I was really curious I didn't know why they were doing that I didn't know what the I, I knew why they were doing that I just couldn't commiserate with them because I had never experienced that and flash forward to this first apartment where we saw it was like it was the end of January and they wanted us to move in beginning of February so this was a whole we had a whole week to prepare to move out of our parents houses and just be adults and you know that was it took some frantic trips we went to the you know took a trip to the mattress store had to buy the boxes had to decide quickly what I wanted to keep what I wanted to you know keep at home or take with me get a moving truck so there's a whole big to do in just a week and that's a lot you know especially when you weren't really thinking about the, uh, honestly I went on a whim to check out this place with him you know, I, I didn't I didn't wasn't expecting 100% just to be moving out at that time but it just happened that way you know, my parents were happy you know, to get me out of the house and I know they yeah, they were saying, oh yeah, you could stay as long as you want, but let's go check out neighborhoods so that way you know, you know, there are other places out here aside from our place. So they were happy to see me go, but that was still a stressful week for everyone. They, they probably thought I was getting into something I didn't want to get into. You know, we only stayed there for a year. We ended up moving on to bigger and better things. Well, not bigger. That, the, the apartment we moved to was recently, you know, renovated this century, but probably about half the size as the original apartment which had its pros and cons of course but you know the the process was a little bit smoother once we were a little bit experienced and knew what not to do when it came to looking for apartments and such uh, but, but yeah that's the story of my first living situation in the city uh, so that's so that's what I would leave behind if I left Queens. The, all those stores. Oh, of course, I wouldn't be leaving them behind, but they'd be across the river somewhere, or who knows? You know, it all depends where I end up. Uh, yeah, I could stay in Queens, then, which you know, the pros of, Queen, of Queens are, you know, it's the it's an outer borough. It's quieter. There, you know, the it has more of a neighborhood feel as opposed to something that's gargant, you know, there's no big buildings anywhere close to where I am. Um, uh, it's the, I know the places to eat, I know where to do my laundry, I know the, you know, there's about a whole bunch of supermarkets, and I know what to get at each one for the best price. So, there are things about Queens that I know well, and that would have to potentially relearn if I move somewhere else. You know, the cons are, it's a little bit further away. I still don't really know that many people who live in Astoria. And it's kind of hard, to, <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell people, hey, you want to come over to my place in Queens? When no one lives in Queens, especially on the weekends when, for those of us who don't walk, the subway is a pain in the ass, every, you know, it's a pain in the ass most days, but the weekends it could be, Especially harrowing, considering all of the clo you know, the 
the line disruptions, they'll close stations, they'll have only one way open but not the other. So with that in mind, sometimes it's very difficult to get people to make the long trek up to Queens. So socially things do take a hit, some you know, I would say when it comes to Astoria and Queens. I still love it. I love the neighborhood that I'm in. I love the proximity to City Field. Uh, <laughs> that first year I lived in Sunnyside, which is right on the 7 train for the subway, which is the same line that takes you to City Field. There were quite a few days where I was like, eh, I have nothing else going on right now, or I worked so late last night that they're, not t- they're telling me to stay home this morning, but I woke up anyway because I have the world's best internal alarm clock nothing else to do this morning, I'm going to go to that day game. It happened to me quite a few times, and it was a sad, uh, sad, that 2016 was a bad year for me, and working late, because it happened a lot. Uh, But that's, that's Queens. Then the other option is the borough I'm currently walking towards, and that's Manhattan. which comes with its own set of pros and cons. Manhattan is the city of New York. It's New York County. It's You say, oh yeah, I live in New York. Everyone's like, oh wow, you live by the Empire State Building. No. Well, I work by there, but I could live there, potentially. There are apartments right by the Empire State Building. I've been in a couple, but it's not a place I'd want to live near necessarily. You know, there are a few neighborhoods that with my budget are most accessible to me. And, that would, and if I want to stay anywhere south of 170th Street, I'd probably be living in maybe the Upper East Side, Upper West Side. And then I've seen listings in even places like Greenwich Village, uh, Little Italy, Chinatown. I could, you know, the my options aren't too terribly limited when it comes to neighborhoods um, obviously you get a little bit of a smaller place then one of the another nice things about Queens and then the outer boroughs is that you get more bang for your buck so to speak you know the, for the same price I'd be paying for a studio in Manhattan I could probably get a larger one bedroom apartment in Queens uh, you know the proximity to everything in Manhattan I'd see as both a pro and a con it's nice to be closer to things. It's nicer, you know, I don't have to come into the city on a weekend to, you know, go to work when yes, I'm already in the city. So there's not much, there's, mentally, I guess there isn't so much of a leap for that. And then that proximity is also of a con where it's nice to be able to go away from where I work and where I play occasionally. It's nice to be able to go to Astoria and have it be this calm place where yeah, you're not here to work, you're here to live. So that's definitely obviously I'm sure I'd get used to it once once I'm there for a little while and I'd be a man of Manhattan instead of a man of Queens. Like it's just that the 
the differing mindset of where you are versus where you work. Uh, I even did once as an experiment just walk around the Upper East Side one day just to kind of get a feel for what it would be like to live there. I was walking around just imagine if I was walking you know, I took the subway up and I was like just imagine you're coming home from work and you know put yourself in those shoes and just imagine that. Uh, I could see myself doing it you know there wasn't you know I mean the, the buildings are a bit bigger and you know you're in Manhattan but it doesn't obviously have the same feel as walking through Midtown where I do work. So I guess with that in mind, I can see myself living there. I haven't stopped looking at apartments yet for that neighborhood. But there's also the fact that it, it's, it just also didn't feel 100% right. And that's something that could change over time. I know that. That's like where when I went to Emory for undergrad and I was like, you know what, Emory was the right choice for me. I felt like I was at the right spot. I probably would have felt that way in almost every school I went to. I'm very flexible that way. I'm very, uh, not, I don't know, it's like, I have opinions, but those opinions are subject to change. I don't know if that all made sense, but it's just, I'm, I'm I'm very flexible when it comes to many things like that. Comfort being that one. Uh, I guess, you know, like I said, it was a con for Queens. You know, it's probably easier to get people to come up to Manhattan or wherever I am in Manhattan to do things. It's probably, you know, I, mean, I guess it depends where you are. So the Upper East Side isn't the most accessible. But, you know, if I squeezed myself into the East Village somehow. You, know, you have to be lucky, I guess, to find a spot that works. You know, that would, that would, that could be a place for me. Uh, and I, I guess the last borough I'd uh, really consider is Brooklyn, and that's it's a funny thing with Brooklyn, where before I moved out originally, I thought that's where I was going to end up. That's where I thought everyone ended up when they moved to the city. I didn't even consider moving to Manhattan. Queens didn't really seem likely. It wasn't until the guy I was going to be living with wanted to, you know, tell me he was looking at Queens because it was easy for him to go back to Long Island where he was from. And that's the first time I really even considered moving to Queens. Uh, I had no idea about neighborhoods, no idea about this or that. I was lucky we ended up in a nice one. Uh, at least one that I was happy living in. Um, Brooklyn's interesting where I guess now I haven't lived there and it's just everyone lives there. It's like, why would I want to live where everyone wants to live? If everyone's doing this, I often do the other thing. It's bad, especially when when, uh, the thing that everyone's doing is good. You know, like when I was growing up, uh, if I was out to eat and someone ordered something I was thinking about getting, I was like, oh, I'm not getting that now. When I had to pick a foreign language in middle school and the vast majority of students were taking Spanish, I said, I don't want that, so I switched to French. I've I've had to live with the repercussions of these things for, you know, learning French or, you know, eating something I may not have wanted originally, but 
that's just how it goes when it comes to my decision making. I guess that can come into play with Brooklyn. It's irrational. But, you know, especially because a lot of my friends live in Brooklyn. If I were to move to Brooklyn, it'd be very easy to hang out. Uh, you know, Brooklyn also has a great, great restaurant scene. There, you know, the, there's a music scene, which almost doesn't exist in, uh, in Queens. Uh, there was that one silent disco I went to, which was fun. But, you know, but Brooklyn uh, is nice. Um, it's a nice borough. I like to go there. Um, the only thing is, is that with a lot of the neighborhoods, they'd be way too far to actually walk to work, which is something I like to do. You know, <laughs> to give you an idea, I live around five miles walking distance but, you know, from door to door. And that's probably the max. It takes me that I max distance that I want to walk. It takes about altogether about an hour and a half plus, depending on how fast I walk. This talking about you know on the doing this podcast does add a little more time because I'm not walking as quickly on the bridge. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd have to probably either live in Brooklyn Heights or Williamsburg to get that same. The, you know, this, anywhere close to that same distance and those neighborhoods while they're very nice they aren't the easiest to get a place with my budget uh, you know Brooklyn's always going to be a place I like to visit will I move there? I won't say no right off the bat you know, when, I, when I look at apartments I don't narrow it down at least initially, I don't narrow it down by neighborhood. I look at the whole map. I look and see what's available everywhere. And if the right place popped up in Brooklyn, then, then yeah, why not? Make the move. I'm sure I'll have a lot of happy friends then. Or upset friends. Maybe they like the distance. <laughs> well... On that note, I found something to talk about for 20 plus minutes and my time on the bridge is coming to an end. I'm very happy to have spent it with you and I'm fairly certain I'll be talking to you again when I walk the bridge again. Until then, adieu.